Sit back, relax, and talk about not important stuff like what's Jeremy Renner up to and other oh, <laughs> movie-related yeah. things. Jeremy Renner, watch 2020. <laughs> but uh, somebody has to keep an eye on that guy, you know. Yeah, his wife certainly can. If not She's us, in then who? Yeah, so it's got to be us from this um, from afar. Welcome. Hey, How good to be doing, here, buddy? Jackson. How you doing? I'm all right. You know, it's been okay. a nice, uh, nice, nice week of school for you. <sighs> yeah, I gotta run to the Sigh. library in twenty degree weather after this, so we'll see how it goes. Hey, you know, it could be worse. You could be uh, walking to the library, so there's well, that. That is what I'll end up be doing. But anyways, dang it, <laughs> good stuff. Oh gosh, I hope everyone had a happy holidays. I don't yes. think we've talked to everybody since. I mean, I guess it came out the day after, but. It did, yeah. You know, true. I hope everyone had a good a good holidays. It was fun, relaxing, mm-hmm. and just hope, uh, yeah, just good. You hope know, everyone was safe. Hope everyone was safe. We'll see in a couple of weeks how COVID uh treats the world thanks to Thanksgiving. So oh, it's gonna be awful, right? Because people are gonna be like, oh, let's go to the airport. It's gonna be something. <laughs> and then Christmas is right around the corner for us to make the same mistakes. Yeah, so, you know, we don't learn. America. America. Two world wars? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, but we're back, baby, oh, and we're watching things, yeah? We're watching. Carter, what are you into this week? Jackson, what am I into this week? Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. So here's what I got for you, Jackson. What do you got? I'm still on the path. Uh, just continuing to watch some 2020 releases as they come. And the other night, I am still at home uh, after being home for Thanksgiving because um, I didn't want to travel home soon because I didn't want to spread my dirtiness if I had it. Very responsible of you. Yeah, yeah, that's me, uh, the noble steed. Um, so this week I sat down with my parents and we watched a little film called Run. Have you heard of Run, Jackson? I have not actually. I don't this, think this is a it's a it's a new Hulu movie. Okay, um, it's on, so it's on Hulu. Obviously, it's a 2020 release. It came out I think like two weeks ago, maybe. Um, and it stars my girl Sarah Paulson, and okay. um, her daughter played by uh, Kiara Allen. I don't know who that is, but uh, she's an actress. Um, <laughs> so the movie is about um, Chloe, who's Kiara Allen, who's the daughter. Um, she's a teenager who is confined to a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like a, Ringing a uh, bell? Yeah. Munchhausen by yes. Lucy or something like yes, that, right? Yes, like It's one of those kind of stories? Yeah, so cool. she's homeschooled by her mom, and her mom gets a little strange. She's doing some strange things. And uh, Chloe tries to get to the bottom of it. Um, it's good stuff. Um, it was a. It was very fun. It's there's some parts that are kind of silly. It's a very really? like over the top um, thriller, it's but it's campy. so it's it's very entertaining though. Good. Um, that sounds. It honestly does look pretty interesting. Yeah, it's super cool and super entertaining. My, my sister actually suggested this to us because she watched it, and um, and you know my sister's a psychologist. Shout out. Uh-huh. Um, so she was obviously very intrigued by 
psychological thrillers um, when they're done well. This was done pretty well. Uh, I'd probably give it like a nice three stars. Um, there's some bad. there's some parts where it just like kind of is like there's like one part where like the daughter's like in her wheelchair in the pharmacy. This isn't a spoiler. Um, uh-huh. And she's talking to like the pharmacist and she's trying to figure out like what medication her mom has her on. And she's like, why do you want to know this? The pharmacist is. And she's, and she goes like, uh, it's a game. It's a game we like to play. And like trying to get rid of confidential, confidential information at the pharmacy. And the pharmacist goes, oh, I love games. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> I was like, where'd Good that thing. come from? I was like, good for you, I guess. And wow. And then it always has the the cliche that I hate in like hospitals where like there's no one around and mm-hmm. like you can just get away with things in the hospital. Anyway. Because everyone else there's someone else who needs more attention. Yeah, there's like someone who's like dying somewhere else and like literally the whole hospital staff is in that room. <laughs> Even fun. like the the janitors are like gone. It's like a whole thing. But I love it. It was super it was fun and entertaining and it keeps it keeps you on edge the whole time. It's a good it's a good little ride. So this week I was watching Run, directed by I'm gonna botch the name, Anish Chakanti. That's you actually nailed that name exactly. Yeah, I think so. I know about how to pronounce <laughs> words. Um so yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu if you all are Hulu heads as they say. So Give it a give it a look. Oh, the tagline: "You can't escape a mother's love." Aww, I know. That sounds so sweet. It's so cute, and so <laughs> not what the movie offers. But uh, yeah, great, great stuff. Um, Good stuff. Jackson, what are you into this week? Tell me something, so, boy. This week, I have started. I'm not into Survivor anymore, although I am. Uh, but it's not. On, I watched the two seasons that are on Netflix, but. Wow, you went through that I fast. Have, I did. Good like, really fast. Oops. But this week, I have started a fun little show that's been recommended from, I think, three or four people to me. Mm. Um, and I have started Shit's Creek. Oh. And it's really good. About time. Have you it, watched it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I also get the same thing. Everyone suggests Shit's Creek to me. You'd love they, it. Because they tell me I'd love it, yeah. It's um, really good. <laughs> yeah, tell tell me about it. You liking it? Um, yeah, it's just um, for those who don't know, it's about a rich family who uh, lose everything because like the IRS seizes their house and things, and Tough. the only asset they have left that the IRS thought had no worth was a town called Shits Creek that the dad bought as a joke to give to his son. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I had no idea that was the actual premise. Yeah, that's that's the premise. So they move there and they like live in a motel, and it's just kind of like a fish out of water story. Um, that's really like well written, actually, and really really fun. That's fun. Um, it's yeah, on ne- it's just a, Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's on Netflix. There's nice. I think six or seven seasons. Holy cow! Um, it's hey. really really good. What season are you on? I'm on season three. Holy cow. <laughs> when did you start? Uh, like uh, three days ago, four days ago. Oh, my goodness. I oh, burned you dog. stuff. Well, are, they up, are the episodes like 21 minutes or something, though? Is yeah, that, they're okay. like shorter. That's fine. Um, they're like 20 minutes, and I've just been working really slow shifts to the point where I just watch TV now. Ah, uh, so. gotcha. Wow, three seasons. How many episodes are in a season? 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Great. I imagine the first season is pretty short. Yeah. And maybe the other ones are like around 16 to 20 probably. Good stuff. Look at you. <laughs> binging. I've been binging really hard. It's but, the uh, time. Yeah. It's the season to binge. It is the season. And you're going to be <laughs> on a, a break soon, right? Like a winter break. And so exactly, you'll, you'll have a bunch more to – you'll probably finish it, won't you? In like two weeks. Oh yeah, I'll pr- yeah I'll finish it if I don't finish it before break starts. We'll you're see how it goes. A, yeah, you're on a t- TV tear, aren't you? I am. I am, sir. <laughs> two two equally prestigious television shows: Survivor and Shit's Creek. And Could- run. The and run. Series. Yes. So if you aren't doing anything this weekend, run to your TV sets and watch Shit's Creek. I love nice. it. Nice. All right. And let's move into our fun little segment. Newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You think you're too cool for school. But I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. All right. So for our headlines this week, before we start off, I just wanted to give, we'll do a quick mini headline for uh, our best boy, Elliot Page, who has come out as trans this week. Congratulations to him. Let's throw a little applause in the chat. Yeah, no bagpipes here. This is full of applause. got a great one. So, uh, ladies, yes. you need to step up. <laughs> yeah, come uh, on. The men just got better. Um, but yeah, Elliot Page, famous for Juno, um, X-Men, The Umbrella Academy. Uh, and yeah. I saw Netflix has already updated his information in the credits, which is really nice of them. Yeah, Way they're working go, on updating it, and I believe Umbrella Academy, like they came out, they're not recasting either. That's and great. That, did they did they film season three already? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but I hope but, I hope the character becomes trans because that's pretty interesting. But yeah, I think the character is cisgender, if I'm not mistaken. I've never seen the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, the character is a cisgender lesbian, so I'm interested. Or I guess uh, actually her character is bisexual, but I'm interested to see if um, Elliot Page will play the character cis. I don't know. Like I've never seen that before. Um, yeah, and I, don't I guess. Know, like I guess this is kind of like new. I don't think that's ever, to my knowledge, has ever happened before where they've previously played a cis character, but have come um, out as trans recently. I'm sure it hasn't happened in. So recent I'm interested years. if they'll change the character because that seems. Totally fine. I don't think people would care, to be honest. Um, I have a feeling. Assist. I have a feeling that the viewers of the Umbrella Academy are pretty woke, and yeah, I think there so. Aren't people who are like? Because in the first place, they'd be like, "What cisgender click? I'm gonna watch yeah. Survivor." <laughs> um, <Hey. laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's really cool. They're like Netflix is like really on a roll of like supporting their cast members the whole like dave Chappelle thing if you saw that like they had like the Chappelle show on netflix uh-huh and then dave Chappelle was like um could you like pull this off netflix because like i'm boycotting comedy central and what they did to me when the Chappelle oh. show was running and they're like oh yeah totally and they just like took it off netflix oh that's cool i didn't know that actually that's pretty yeah. fascinating netflix so, is like pretty accommodating to their to their people it seems which is it's, good it seems like yeah it's just like it seems like Netflix is just like the artist's platform right now. Just like whatever project you want to do, Weirdly enough, we'll give you a blank check and just do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I like it. It's good stuff. There's obviously 
it's obviously probably qu- quantity over quality mm-hmm. in most cases, but they they hit a they hit a home run every once in a while. And I think this is a great move. On Netflix, on the right side of history, good stuff, and also congrats Elliot Page. To Elliot. Yeah, congratulations. Elliot Page should still take over the Ellen show. I still stand by this. Yeah. Uh, goodbye, Ellen, uh, the blonde lady who treats her workers bad. Hello, Elliot, host of the Ellen nice. show. Oh, that's an easy fix. Easy. It's fix. Elliot. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, congrats All to right. Elliot Page. Carter, and, what, what do you what do you yeah. got? Yeah, congrats. Okay, you ready for an even a lower stakes <laughs> news headline that yes. doesn't matter as much? Yeah. Um. So, I recently saw a trailer. Uh huh. Um. I think last week we talked about Clifford the Big Red Dog. We did. Um. This week, I saw a trailer for the Tom and Jerry reboot. What? Ha- have you seen this trailer, no. Jackson? Um, so, there's a new Tom and Jerry film coming out. I know you were asking for it. Is it live action? Yes. But... What? But... Wait. But, but, but... Tom and Jerry are still animated. But... It 2D is, or 3D? Uh, they're 3D. They're oh, 3D dang. characters. It looks like in the trailer. Um, but... Tom and Jerry reboot may be coming on HBO Max... And in theaters, interesting. Um, but so yeah, it's like a, it's an act. It's like the uh, it's a live action animated hybrid. It's the it's the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, but the movie's due in theaters next year. Um, and our guy Frank Welker, if you know Frank Welker, who like voices is like a iconic voice actor, is who, who um, does he do? He does like Scooby Doo. Does he and, do Winnie the Pooh? Uh, no, that's Jim Cummings. Okay, that's uh, But along the same vein. Okay. Um, but I'm not sure if... Because it says that he is voicing Tom and Jerry, which is kind of scary. Wait. Because like, Tom and Jerry don't talk. Well, actually, here's a Dude. fun fact for you, oh, Carter. Hit me with it. Uh, my, at my grandma's house, she used to have like two DVDs, and one of them was Tom and Jerry and the Magic Ring. And in that movie, a magic ring gives them the ability to talk, and they talk throughout the entire movie. Oh, and I don't know how old that movie is, but like, I was like, this doesn't feel right. This feels like a betrayal to the original. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, the characters last appeared in the feature film in 1992's uh, Tom and Jerry the movie. So interesting. It's about it's been it's been uh, 28 years, but we're, they're finally back, baby. Box office gold, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, <laughs> real popular uh, with the yeah. youngsters these days. Indeed, that's kind of um, weird. Yeah, and they're the who's supporting the cast. Human, like, yeah. yeah, who's playing the human that interacts with them? Is it James Marsden? I hope <laughs> he's just on a high after Sonic. He's like, I want more of these. Well, he did um, it with Sonic, and he did it for the movie Hop. I oh think. yeah, Russell Brand Rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the main <laughs> one in this one is Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, oh, okay. Is here, and then there's also Michael Pena, Colin oh, Jost. Okay, um, I'm actually really liking this supporting cast. <laughs> yeah, Ken Jeong and uh, okay. Rob Delaney. That is kind of an all-star cast. Yeah, um, so some fun stuff. Um, yeah. Check out the trailer. It's literally just Tom and Jerry getting into some hijinks, and I think there's something about a wedding. 
I don't know. I didn't really pay much attention to the trailer because I was like, why? Tom's getting married. <laughs> yeah, Tom's finally tying the knot. Oh, oh what God. if he marries Jerry? That's pretty woke. Oh, that'd be cool. Go 2021. <laughs> but are I, they still bicker? Yeah, like the old married couple they are. Mm-hmm. When are we getting a Burton Ernie Murney? <laughs> Burton Ernie Murney. Burton, Burton Ernie, Ernie, Ernie movie. <laughs> That'd be good. I would love for, like, any of the Muppets or, like, Muppet-adjacent Sesame Street characters just to get yeah. another revamp. The Sesame um, Street Cinematic Universe? Oh, I would, like, literally, um, so, sorry to get sidetracked for a second, but, like, Never. I love the Muppets. And yeah. the Muppets had, like, a really good uh, TV series that was on ABC a while back, and it's really funny. And it's about them, like, running a late-night show, basically. And it's really good. But that got canned. But there's now, like, a new Muppets Now or something. Yeah, on... is that on HBO? It's on, on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. The but I haven't checked it Disney out because Cover. Kermit got recasted. His voice is different. What? And it's not as good. Yeah, Frank. Is it Frank Oz who plays Kermit usually? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he doesn't do it anymore. Uh, someone what? else does it, so. Oh, that's crazy. It's a bummer. But, yeah. Kermit just has like a he's like a French accent now. Yeah, he sounds way different, and I just can't <laughs> like, stand it. So. Hey guys, I'm Kermit. <laughs> I'm a Muppets purist. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a big Muppets guy. I just like have it, and that's not like that's just from lack of trying. I don't think I've you seen just a need Muppets people movie. in your life who are into it and like get excited about it, and then it gets you excited about it because that's what happened to me. Is there a word for like you know? There's like furries. Is there a word for Muppet heads? Uh, Muppets. You're just cool. a fellow oh, Muppet. You are also a Muppet. Yeah. That's great. I'm I'm going to my friend's house this weekend to literally watch. I'm driving an hour specifically to watch a Muppet's Christmas Carol with my friend. Wow. That's dedication <laughs> to the craft. Yeah. You're yeah. a big Muppets head. Oh, when yeah. Are we, when are we doing the Muppets pod? Oh, we 100% will do a Muppets pod. Like, okay. I'm not even joking. It I will happen. watch. I will do a binge. Uh, you're binging Shit's <laughs> Creek. I will binge all Muppets content. Do it. That sounds great. <laughs> That's good oh, stuff. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I have, so, I have one more really quick headline Absolutely. that I, I want to throw it. in. I had I had one about Haley Steinfeld and, and uh, Hawkeye yeah. casting because it's been confirmed. But I want to move away from that because okay. I would rather talk about how Obama mm. – Mr. Barack Obama. Yeah, I'm familiar. If you know him. Mm-hmm. Um, Not personally. Ha- has, but. has revealed, he, he has told the world that he gives a certain actor a little stamp of approval to play him in a movie about his life. Do you know who that actor is? Oh. Um, take a guess. Julia Roberts. No, take a better guess. Um, okay, let me think. <laughs> um, Mahershala Ali. Correct. Psych. Really? No, oh, dang it! He he wants Drake <laughs> to play him in a movie. Wait a minute, what? The rapper. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also famous for Degrassi. Mm-hmm, he wants yeah. Drake to play him in a movie about himself, what? which I think is insane. But Barack. I don't really have much to add to that. But I thought that I, was really funny. Um, what? <laughs> um. Yeah. Didn't who played him in that? Obama movie that already happened. Barry. There was already an Obama movie? Yeah. Where it's like a young Obama. Oh, like, I have no idea. Um, hold on, I'm gonna look this up because um it's like it's a young Obama like when he's meeting like courting Michelle. It came out in twenty sixteen. Oh, interesting. It's a Netflix joint. Um 
Devin Terrell or Terrell. I don't know how to Give it to us. him. I'm sure he could do it way better than Drake. Yeah, go for it. Oh, wait, maybe Michelle Obama isn't a character in this because I'm looking oh. and the second build is Anya Taylor-Joy and I sure hope she's not playing Michelle oh. Obama. She's great, though. Yeah, she is great. Um, yeah, what's it? It's uh, it's about uh, Barack Obama's life at Columbia University in 1981. Cool. Um, Sounds fun. He does look like Barack, though. Drake, does he like even look like Barack to you? No, he no. Is this just he a joke? They don't look anything. No, it's literally not a joke. Like, like, did he just was he just like, oh, I'm being quirky, post President Obama, Drake. <laughs> Who knows, man? I guess Drake has showed interest in it before, but I just thought it was worth bringing to the table just to have a little chuckle about it. Yeah, that, that, that's that's certainly very funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope that we live in a, in a time when that happens soon. Me too. Because boy, that would be funny. Um, would he just start? He just start rapping. <laughs> so at some point in the movie, it's a musical. That could actually be interesting, um, but I don't think that'll happen. Done. Well, a, a kid can dream, you know. A kid can dream. Um, All right, Carter. I think that concludes. I would I would say that we went from um, very important headline all the way down to important. very very <laughs> ridiculous headline. So that was good. We we reached all the strata here. That was good. Cut retrospective. I like it. Good all stuff. Right. Do you, want to, um, do you want to lead us into our main topic? Our main uh, yes hefty but, meal. Indeed. But before we go into our main topic, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. Let's do it. Let's move on to our main topic. I did a coin flip because I didn't know if this counted as Suicide Squad or My Precious. The coin has been flipped. It's Tails. This is a My Precious. (laughs) My Precious! (sighs) Yeah. Here's my reasoning behind it. Okay. So far, our Suicide Squad segment has been characters. Um, okay. And this, my precious, we talked about, the last time we did this, we talked about TV shows. So now we're talking about movies today. Okay. Specific movies that fit a bill. That makes sense. Thank you. That makes it's sense. a controversial call. I don't know. Fight me in the comments. Um, so today, Jackson, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, period. It's right after Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming. You're all probably in a weird, weird headspace of what movies you are to watch right now. 25 Days of Christmas is probably happening on Freeform, the artist formerly known as ABC Family. Um, <laughs> and they're playing these Christmas movies that you think, like, does this count as Christmas movies? What? So we're here to help you out. We're here to give you not only the quintessential Christmas movie you should be watching this holiday season, but the quintessential holiday movie guide. And what does that mean? I'll tell you. Or Jackson will tell you. Jackson will tell you. So essentially what we have is a comprehensive list of what we considered the most like, actually we didn't consider, we just picked a bunch of holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We put some great thought about it. I don't want to say that like labor day is more important than like a holiday that we didn't pick because Truthfully, yes. it doesn't really matter. We just picked a bunch of fun holidays, and we're going to assign a quintessential movie that we think goes pretty well with that. And we're just going to give a quick, vague reason why. It could be <laughs> jokey. It could be serious. We're just going to have fun with it. Yes. It's going to be great. And should we go through the holidays that we've picked here, Jackson? Yeah, I can, I can read us our holidays. So we have, yes. we, we're have we starting off with New Year's. Yeah. Valentine's Day. 
St. Patrick's Day, Top April Fools, Mother's Day, Father's Day, mm-hmm. 4th of July. We kind of picked back to school as a mm-hmm. holiday. Even My favorite holiday. <laughs> um, then we got Labor Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Heck, I would yes. have picked Hanukkah, but there's no Hanukkah movies, basically. Sorry. Indeed. I wish there were there were good Hanukkah movies. But, uh, we're, we're so sorry on behalf of the Jewish community. I haven't, I haven't seen Eight Crazy Nights, so I really can't. Nor have one. I. Sorry. <laughs> this, this is this is good because you don't want us to not be picking a Hanukkah movie without any previous knowledge. Exactly. We wanted we wanted to do it justice by not uh, besmirking its holiday like Correct. we're about to do to uh, Christmas and everyone else. So yes, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, All right. So yeah. Let's dive in, shall we, Jackson? Let's do it. What is your New Year's movie, <laughs> sir? Okay. Well, I think we should also really quick set up the fact that for a lot of movies, uh, basically all it takes is one scene to be based during that holiday to count as like a yes. whatever movie. Um, like if uh, what was the one that you said um, basically shouldn't count as a Christmas movie but is? Oh, um... What was your hot take? Uh, oh, are we getting my hot take out of the way now? Let's just do it. That way we can like kind of set up. Oh, wait, unless this is your... Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Let's just do it. Just, just explain okay. it really quick. Um, I will go into detail um, when we do our Christmas episode, but I'm going to go ahead and say right now that It's a Wonderful Life is not a Christmas movie. Um, there's my hot take. That's scalding hot. Um, mm-hmm. But this is why it's considered a Christmas... And this leads to Jackson's point. This is why yeah. it's considered that. Because the climax of the film takes place on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the entirety of the film takes place on Christmas. And that's where like the gray area always comes in on what makes a holiday movie a holiday movie. Is it just like its overall vibe? Or is it the fact that it takes place during the holiday predominantly? Mm-hmm. So you have movies like... Uh, like Die Hard or that people think is a Christmas movie or like Home Alone takes place mm-hmm. during the Christmas season, stuff like that, which we'll talk about in our Christmas episode. Be Perfect. tune into that. But, but yeah, so I'm sure Jackson is going to talk about here. Like there's one new year's scene in the movie that you're probably exactly. about to list. So with my movie, mm-hmm. um, how do I explain this? It has one scene in the very beginning about Perfect. new year's and the rest is just, a loving story about two forbidden lovers who uh, are trying to fight their passions and and they're just very c- conflicted with, with what they want to do with their life. Did you pick um, the Tom and Jerry movie here? No. I, in <laughs> fact, picked the Disney Channel original movie, oh. High School Musical. Oh, okay. <laughs> Starting off hot. Starting off very hot. High School Musical is my New Year's pick. Simply because it opens up on a New Year's party where Troy and Gabriella meet each mm. other for the first time in, like, a different state or something. Um, yes. And they, they sing Utah. their hearts out together. Is it in Utah? It yeah, probably is. is. It's like a little ski lodge. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they uh, meet. They have their little meet cute. And then they, mm. like, watch fireworks together. It's very cute. And then the rest oh, of the movie so is just a classic musical set in high school. <laughs> that's a yeah this is a this is a great pick they sing on new year's eve it's a whole mm-hmm. thing that's good yeah. that's good so stuff. uh so yeah i'm going with high school musical for my new year's carter what do you got great pick 
Um, mine is also in the similar similar vein of yours, but I think it also embodies the spirit of New Year's. Oh, perfect. Um, it's a movie. It's a movie that begins on New Year's and ends on New Year's. Okay. And and I'm going with Bridget Jones' Diary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah. So yeah, Bridget Jones' Diary. I've seen it's, that one actually. Yeah, it's a nice little rom com, 2001. Renee Zellweger before um, she was in Judy, which who knows what happened there. Um, but yeah, it's a movie about uh, Bridget Jones, the titular Bridget Jones. And she's trying, she chronicles like her entire year in a little diary. And she's trying to like self-improve herself and also like find love uh, during the movie. And I think that's like the ultimate, uh, what we all strive to do, you know? New Year's is a, a time where you reflect on improvement, improving yourself in the year. And I think it's nice because it's just like bookended by New Year's Eve. So, uh, yeah. I think that's a good answer. And I hope Bridget Jones's baby or whatever shows oh, up in yeah. a later one. We'll see. Yeah, that's my <laughs> Valentine's Day pick. Um, no, but um, I haven't seen Bridget Jones' baby. There's like so, so many sequels to that movie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That everyone yeah, kind so. of got annoyed by it, but... Yeah, what are you going to do? Because, like, Bridget Jones' Diary, Oscar nominated. Um, Is it really? No I way. I think Renee Zellweger was nominated. Um, really? Didn't win. But uh, okay, yeah, maybe a screenplay weird. nod? I don't know. That's um, very odd. Yeah, so, yeah, the mid-2000s were crazy. Um, yeah, it was just Renee. Renee Zellweger was nominated for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Cool. She lost. All right. Yeah. Moving on to the next uh, little holiday, we got Valentine's Day. Yeah, and I think there's there's a lot of good uh, rom com options. Indeed. There's a lot of good. Uh, there's literally a movie called Valentine's Day. Not I don't know if you picked that, Carter. But, I did not. <laughs> but, I guess you should also mention there is a movie called New Year's Eve. Also, there is. There is. I saw that in theaters. No. I'm pretty sure. I did too. <laughs> it wasn't that good. Anyways, it was a movie. I saw. I I decided to pick a movie that technically isn't a Valentine's Day movie, but is. And there's, there's a bunch of different ways you could go. You could go with a sappy romance or, like, a very dramatic romance. I went with more sure. of a sappy, feel-good romance that's kind of mm-hmm. funny, kind of nice. And even though it is technically a Christmas movie, Ooh. I'm going with Love Actually for Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, wow. This is, a hot, this is a hot take right here. I love it. I think this is fun because, yeah. it, let's just be honest, it's not going to get the Christmas movie status, I don't think. Correct. Not uh, in my book. But it's very sweet. It follows a bunch of different stories, and they all kind of come together at the end of just, like, different romances. Some people falling in love. Some people falling out of love. Yeah. Um, and it's just – it's really good. I It's a good feel-good movie, and that's what people need on Valentine's Day because no matter what your relationship status is for Valentine's Day, I'm pretty sure that uh, love actually is just a good vibe all around. So that's what I went with. Who is your favorite uh, couple in Love Actually? Okay, so this is going to get a little X-rated. My favorite couple is Martin <laughs> Okay, uh, I always mix Freeman? Up. Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman, not Martin Short. Martin yes. Fre- if Martin Short would be in that role, that would be very uh-huh. odd. Um, but the Martin Freeman story where basically they're like extras on a porn shoot. Yes. Or or they're just like nude. I don't know if it's like a porn scene or something, but yeah. uh, it's basically where they're both like naked on top of each other in between scenes just like kind of chatting and it's really sweet because they can they're very exposed and like physically like vulnerable to each other 
and it's just yeah. really nice that they like really care about each other's like thoughts and opinions on stuff and are yeah. really getting to like enjoy the mind of each other since like they're literally naked on top of each other it's for, so like cute. multiple hours but it's really cute and i really like that one that's like Great one pick. of my favorites but yeah love actually yeah my favorite is obviously the alan rickman emma thompson relationship <laughs> no. uh, where he's cheating on her anyway <laughs> no i like the bill nye and um whatever uh whoever the actor is that plays like his agent like yeah the, yeah the christmas is all around me i feel it in my fingers i go around that, that all the time yeah that's good <laughs> stuff good pick jackson so mine yes my Valentine's Day movie is also some consider this movie a New Year's movie. I think. Oh, okay. Um, but I disagree. It's it's because there's one. It's like a very a culmination scene takes place at New Year's Eve. But I consider this to be a maybe the best rom com ever made. I don't know. That's up for the viewers, listeners, not viewers, idiot, the listeners <laughs> to decide. And I'm going with When Harry Met Sally. Oh, fun. Um, which is just so cute. And Billy Crystal, Meg Ryan, just batting a thousand. That's one and of Abby's favorite movies. I love I love this movie. Um, they start as friends, and it's a great friendship. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, they end up together in the end. Um, <gasps> yeah, thought? I know. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, and uh, it's just a great movie. And like... One of the fun, most fun parts about it is, like, it takes place over the course of, like, a bunch of years. But also, like, intermixed in the movie are, like, just these talking heads of, like, couples talking about their relationship. And it's, like, not, like, it doesn't have anything to do with the plot of the movie at all. But it's just, like, sweet couples just talking about their relationships. Just, like, I in like the middle that. of the movie. And it's so fun and so cute. And, and yeah, When Harry Met Sally, a Rob Reiner joint. And uh, good stuff. And Carrie Fisher is there also. Which is oh, no fun. Good yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, when Harry met Sally, nineteen eighty nine, fall in love this holiday season. That's the tagline I just made up for it. Oh, the, oh um, okay. I thought that sounded <laughs> real for a second. It sounded good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when Harry met Sally, my quintessential Valentine's Day movie. Perfect. All right, and that brings us into St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Carter, yeah. do you want me to go first on this bad boy? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> So initially, the only movie I thought of was Luck of the Irish, the Disney <laughs> yep. Channel original movie. <laughs> Same. Um, but I then remembered a great movie that is just like really heartfelt and awesome uh, mm-hmm. that's based in Ireland. So I'm going with the movie Sing Street. Now, if you haven't seen Sing Street, have you seen? Have. You would love it if you haven't. I have not. Oh, literally, this is up your alley. So it's about oh, a bunch Irish. of uh, private school boys who meet like the, the main boy he uh, meets this really cool girl and he basically lies to her about having a band and how she should like come by sometime to be in his music video and she's like yeah all right and then he like turns to his friend and he's like we need to start a band and then it's like <laughs> it's like really good it takes place in like the 70s or 80s and it's really cool like the soundtrack's amazing and like it's really cool to see them because they actually get really good but like the, at first they're not so it's just wow. really cool to see them like progress musically, and it's it's just a really good, feel good, lovey dovey, coming of age movie based in Ireland, and it's great. Aww. But yeah, Cute. what do you got, Carter? Um, I took a I took the 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 rather complete opposite turn here. <laughs> Perfect. Um, um, you got the old feel good spirit of of uh, St. Patrick's Day. I've got the debauchery 
of St. Patrick's oh, I Day. I can't wait. <laughs> um, I'm going with Train Spotting. Okay. <laughs> um, which it takes place in Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, so, um, but it's about um, a group of people who are trying to clean up and get out of the drug world. <laughs> and uh, despite Probably. the allure of drugs that are so uh, apparent in this little society. And it's just uh, a very gross movie at times. Like there's literally a scene where Ewan McGregor like dives into a toilet full of fecus um, to get, get drugs. Um, <laughs> and it's like a very gross out scene. He like go, dives fully into the toilet. If you have a, a weak gag reflex, this isn't the movie for you. Don't do it. Um, but this is um, just very, very uh, gross movie, and very, but very good. Um, and boy, you might want to turn on the subtitles for this movie because the Irish accents are thick. That's that's literally that's so funny you say that because Sing Street is the first movie I ever turned subtitles on for because of the <laughs> Irish accents and ever since then I just love subtitles and I've left them on like ever it since. It helps. Like there are it times really I have to rewind and not because I don't know what's going on, but subtitles yeah. they fix that for you. The Irish so. accent truly does uh sound impossible. Like it's impossible to decipher once they start talking fast. Like it's it's very very difficult. Um, yeah. which is why I also turned on subtitles that's pretty funny actually very but, fair uh, yeah sweet. so luck of the uh, and luck, um, honorable mention to luck of the irish <laughs> okay carter how about you take the lead on the next couple we'll give you april fools next oh april fools day yes here i just went with a comedy that's what you got to do on april fools day you got to watch a great comedy here i went with my favorite comedy of all time i went with airplane um good choice i don't i don't know if this is a cop-out but this is the quintessential April Fool's movie because it's just a bunch of dumb jokes that are so dumb they're good. And they're so smart. They're so dumb they're smart. Yes. Um, gosh, I mean, I can't talk enough about Airplane. It's the best comedy ever made, in my opinion, because it's it just... It is really good. It's just so crazy. It's so off the wall. A lot of parody going on in there, too, about, like, movies in the 70s. Um, and... I love it. Shirley, you can't be serious. Don't call me Shirley. Great one-liners. Picked a wrong day to stop smoking, smoking cra- or smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Did you say smoking uh, <laughs> picked a wrong day to stop smoking glue or sniffing glue, snorting glue. One of them. But there's some great, great one-liners. Very like quotable, a laugh. clearly. Very quotable. <laughs> even though I botched the quotes. Um, great one-liners going on. Just great stuff. Leslie Nielsen is a treasure. I love it. Rip. Um, but yeah, Airplane, really funny movie. Watch it. Well, Carter, uh, for my approach to April Fools, I had two. I had two options. I had kind of like raunchy, like my personal favorite, and I had the classic. I had like you know, like you have like the the sick joke, and then you have like the classic big bow tie, like flower squirting water, and sure. <laughs> and uh, my classic pick was actually Airplane. But because I figured you were gonna pick that, I I yep. had a second. Uh, movie choice, which is super bad, which is just one oh, of my favorite yeah. favorite comedies. It's w- written by Seth Rogen. Uh, it has uh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill, Bill Hader, Seth Rogen. Like the cast is stacked. The classic McLovin bit. There's so many good bits in it. Um, but yeah, it's McLovin. just a overall fun. Oh, and also Emma Stone's in it, who is amazing. Yes, it's great. Super Early great cast. Super funny. Uh, it's it's good stuff. It's a good watch. Don't watch if 
you have people around who are really sensitive to uh, vulgar language because that movie gets pretty yeah. vulgar. But it's really good. So Super Bad is my choice for April Super Fools. Bad, more like Super Good Pick, Jackson. <laughs> All right, yes. Carter. We're moving into the next holiday what do you got yeah what's the holiday this, this one goes out to all my moms out there i only oh, have the i only have the one but um if you have more than one good congratulations I got two. good for yeah good job jackson heck yeah um so to all the mothers out there i wanted to pick a nice to me a nice mom movie for mother's day it is a movie you can watch with your mom uh-huh. she'll cry and she'll be more appreciative of her kids after and you'll feel more appreciative to be her son or daughter okay. so i'm going with terms of endearment okay interesting <laughs> yeah. uh-huh so if you haven't seen terms of endearment um maybe oh should i spoil the film no i won't spoil the film but okay. um it's about a mother and a daughter mainly um the daughter's in search for uh, in, uh both the mom and the daughter are in search of true love um Ooh. Uh, because the daughter's facing some marital issues, and the mom is like has a thing with Jack Nicholson going on. Fun. Um, but together they help each other deal with the problems, and they find reasons to live together and live a happy life. Um, and some um, some turmoil befalls them. Uh, I won't give away what happens, but it'll teach you to be appreciative of the time we have with the ones we love. I and love that's it. the true message of Mother's Day. <laughs> I work for Hallmark. Um, <laughs> and yes, that's my Mother's Day pick, Terms of Endearment. Cool. All right. So for me, for this, I decided I wanted to go with something that's more story. Like, it's just based around the relationship the relationship between uh, a mother and a daughter. So yeah. I went with the amazing coming-of-age film, Lady Bird. Nice. Um, for those who second, don't know, Lady uh, second time in a Second week in a row that you've got Lady Bird. I love Lady Bird. On the brain, I love it. It's it's really it really is one of my favorite movies. It is uh, great. For those who don't know, it's a coming of age film, uh, starring Sasha Ronan, and basically instead of the traditional, it kind of breaks traditional gender norms by not making the main story being about uh, her and like some boy that she's into. Although that is like a subplot, mm-hmm. it is more about uh, a daughter and her and the relationship between a daughter and her mom. And it's really sweet, and it's really good, and Lady Bird is my pick for Mother's Day. Great pick. Thank you. We love, we love Lady Bird. Shout out Lori Metcalf. Shout out. Great actress. Um, good stuff. On to Father's Day, eh? Hey. So for all my daddies <laughs> out there, um, this one's for you. I went with the quintessential Father's Day movie. I thought this, like, right after I saw this movie and I walked out of the theater, I was like, wow, any dad would love this. You gotta go with Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is the okay. ultimate dad movie. So I was go- I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari, but yes. I was going to pick it for my Perfect. father's J. Choice we can both talk it about it. Like- here. So I'll just let you take it. Like it's all yours. Gosh, what a dad movie! It's it's a movie <laughs> about race cars and Matt Damon, and and then you there's a little Christian there's an opportunity. Bale. Christian Bale, and then there's an opportunity for a nice, I call it guy cry. It's a nice guy cry movie. <laughs> um, and what more do you want? It's loud. The cars go fast. Cool. There's there's car crashes. There's fun little bromance dialogue. There's men outsmarting the man. And um, I can't think of a more perfect, it's like a 
It's based on a true story, which is what my dad always asks when a movie starts. <laughs> um, so this is just the perfect one. I remember Matt Damon um, really is the uh, essential dad actor. Like ever, like all dads just love Matt Damon, right? He's the he's the everyman, isn't it? It's like yeah. the the Tom Hanks of that generation. Honestly, he's yeah, a, he's a little younger. <laughs> like he's just like yeah. Which is like uh, honorable mention to The Martian. That also feels like a dad movie. The Martian movie to does me. feel like a dad movie. I almost um, picked The Martian. Because it's just Matt Damon, like, just doing Tom Hanks math. and Castaway. <laughs> yeah. So. He's doing space math. Space and math. Dads are like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I love space. I don't understand it. Matt Damon. But the math um, makes it realistic. <laughs> yeah. Is it based on a true story? Um, yeah. So, Ford versus Ferrari. That is a unanimous decision between Jackson and I. That's great. <laughs> All right. Great stuff. We're bringing it into the most patriotic holiday uh, this season, and that is the 4th of July. Carter, what do you got for the 4th of July? I went very obvious here. What you go um, with? I went with Independence Day. Oh, Literally, that did not cross my mind at all. Uh, yeah. I figured the most <laughs> Independence Day movie was Independence Day in my brain. Um, but uh, this seems like the obvious pick. You feel very patriotic um, because we blew up a bunch of aliens. Um, Perfect. It's good stuff. You see the White House blow up, which is like an cool. iconic shot. A um, bunch of uh, Will Smith, like like really becoming like Will Smith movie star. Uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum just being Jeff Goldblum and Bill Pullman being the greatest uh, movie president of all time. So Perfect. Independence Day, baby. All right. And for me, I figured, you know, Carter, what's what do you consider American? Do you have like do you know what America's pastime is? Oh, apple pie, baseball, Tom Hanks. Yes. In that order. So <laughs> I went with uh, a little baseball uh diddy do you know oh. uh have you heard of the little thing called uh the sandlot i have heard of this film and guess I have what i've seen this film they play yeah. baseball and there's a fourth of july scene there where certainly is they all run around the neighborhood eating hot dogs and then they go and play a night game because it's the only time they can see for the entire duration of the night which seems impossible uh <laughs> to play during a <laughs> a night of fireworks it's not that frequent, and they're not that bright. But, uh, hey, if they can do it, that's pretty American, if you ask me. So for the 4th of <laughs> July, <laughs> I'm going with a bunch of nose pickers playing baseball Heck yeah. uh, in the middle of the night in the sandlot. So yeah. that's my choice. Chewing some Copenhagen at the fair. What more? <laughs> how much more American can you get? Yeah, the fair is so 4th of July, too. Yeah. Gosh, I love Good that stuff. movie. It's so classic. Great movie. All right. Let's go to everyone's favorite holiday, back to school. Ooh. Jackson, you want to lead us Let's off? Let's go to here? Target. <laughs> yeah. Target and Gaps or JCPenney kids. That's that's the real back to school commercial. Absolutely. If you weren't a JCPenney kid, you were broke. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, Jackson, uh, you want to go back to school here? I'm so ready. So I picked uh, one of my favorite coming of age stories in the uh, there's so many good ones recently i love coming of age movies if you couldn't tell yes. um they're just really good and i went with uh bo burnham's first directorial debut oh, yeah. eighth grade Very and nice. eighth grade is just a really sweet movie about it's so nostalgic it's just a kid doing things in eighth grade and you're like wow i really relate to this character 
I understand. And it's, like, so nostalgic and so fun and so cringy. I don't think I've ever cringed as much in, like, a coming-of-age movie before. Oh, but man. It it's is a, so it's, good. It's so good. It's a tough It's a tough sit for some parts because it's just so accurate. <laughs> it's so – yeah, it's so awkward um, and great. But, yeah, eighth grade is my choice for back to school. Good stuff. Um, my back to school pick is a little more, um, a little more, uh, less cringy, um, mm-hmm. than eighth grade. Obviously I went with, uh, just a, a very fun school movie. I went with school of rock. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, that's a yeah, great answer. I like just rewatched a little bit of this the other day cause it was just on TV and I put it on while I was doing some work and man, it's just so fun. Jack black. Wow. We don't deserve Jack black. We don't. Um, the kids. It's one of those rare movies where like the kids' performances are great. You have a they're g- really good. Kid, they're just so genuine because I think that's a testament to Jack Black and also Richard Linklater of just creating a very fun set. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just about rocking out in in school and doing what you love, and that's what school is really about in the end. It's so good. I will yeah. say I have an honorable mention to Animal House. <laughs> Yeah, I just watched. I just literally watched Animal House for the first time ever. It's like, so this fun. Week. Yeah, definitely it's, it's similar similar vein to School of Rock. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but yeah, Girl, Animal House, wanna, good stuff. Do you want to lead into our uh, next holiday, Labor Day? Yes, <laughs> Labor Day. So listen, guys, we couldn't figure out a holiday in September, so go easy on us. Labor Day, great holiday. Um, holiday for Labor Day, I went with just a workplace comedy. I went with Office Space. Nice. Um, just a fun little uh, – really tells you – makes you feel good about the mundanity of maybe your job. Maybe because uh-huh. the Office Space is just very, very blah, very bleak job. And hopefully it makes you feel better about your work situation and that you don't work for whatever the company is in Office Tech or in Office uh, Space. Um, yeah, Office Space. Great little, great little comedy. Nice uh, 90s, late 90s comedy. Um, and Jennifer Aniston is gorgeous in it as well. Cool. She's And she's a great actress. So good for her. And good for Office Space. So I've never seen Office Space. So for my pick, like that seems like the go-to for like a Labor Day pick. Yeah. But because I hadn't seen it, I was like, I'll just pick a movie where there's like a blue-collar worker. We'll just call it a day. So <laughs> <laughs> for my choice, I'm going with uh, Goodwill Hunting for Labor Day. Uh- just because you got again great dad movie you yep. got a uh, matt damon he like works in construction at some point in the movie and he's also a janitor and sure. you know it's it's really important to honor the blue collar lives you know like certainly workers workers are great you know we gotta yes no job is a bad job we gotta just respect it all you know and uh, yeah, labor uh, Labor Day is great. So uh, so is uh, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> so that's Agreed. my choice. That's a I, great, Goodwill great Hunting connection. Is great. I can't really relate it to Labor Day that much, but I love that movie. So yeah, that's know. what we're going Pe- with. People work. <laughs> People have jobs in the movie. Good oh stuff. My gosh. Exactly. <laughs> All right, we're down to our final three. The big so, three. Some the would big say. three. Halloween. Um. So Halloween, Jackson. Yes. The obvious pick here is Halloween, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to do that. Okay. I just wanted to get one of my favorite horror movies. It doesn't really take place around Halloween, if I remember correctly, okay. but it's just like one of the horror movies that has stuck with me, and I'm going with It Follows. Oh, fun. I haven't seen that because horror it, movies terrify me, but yeah. it looks really cool. 
This one is super creepy. The premise is it basically is teaching subtly teaching you to practice abstinence um, <laughs> because because there's like this curse going around that like if you it's like a chain reaction of like ha- having sex and it's like if you had sex with a certain person like down the chain it's gone like on for years and years there will be a killer thing follows you like slowly. Like get and the only walking. way for it to like not is if you like have sex with someone and pass it to somebody else. Correct. You have to pass on the curse, or else it'll keep following you for the rest of your life. But and, and you're and, the only one that can see it. Yeah, nobody else can. And like it can yeah. just take the shape of anybody, right? Yes, it can just be any any guy walking. That's and so cool. That's, it's so creepy and such a cool it's concept. It's so scary. It is and, like, because it. Doesn't it, like, work its way back, too, if it kills somebody? Like, it goes for, like, the last person? Yeah. The cycle, like, is impossible to break. so scary. And it's so frightening to think about. Um, And, yeah, it's just a little spooky. I get goosebumps thinking about it. And that's my Halloween pick. That's fun. It follows. Yes. Good stuff. For my Halloween pick, I kind of went with one that's, like, a new tradition for me. And uh, that's watching uh, the horror. Oh, jeez. That's yeah. what wa- <laughs> I'm messing <Good> up. <laughs> You're just That's so excited watch- about this. Part. I am. I am so flustered watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, um, and it's fun. just a cult classic. It's really fun Certainly. to. I only got to dress up once and do that because of uh, COVID this year kind of ruined that. But yeah, but it's yeah, a, I- it's a blast. It doesn't make any sense, but no. it's such a fun viewing experience that I had to include it. Yeah, I've only been to one uh, one of those live viewings too, and boy, was it a crazy time! It's so fun. I had it's, such a I had such a blast doing it. Yeah, it's a blast. But yeah, that's my pick because Rocky I'm afraid Horror. of scary movies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, the the giving of thanks. Yes, um, mine is a pick that not a lot of people are gonna have seen. Okay, but. Like, I think this fits the bill perfectly for Thanksgiving. I'm excited. Um, and this is a movie uh, called Pieces of April. And I have no idea what this is. Yeah, I figured. Um, this is a movie. This is an Oscar-nominated film. Um, but Pieces of April, literally the whole film takes place on Thanksgiving. Oh, cool. Um, and it starts Katie Holmes. And Katie Holmes is like prepping for her family to come to Thanksgiving. And she's kind of like quirky and kind of rebellious. She's April. She's the titular April. Um, she lives with her boyfriend who's black and um, her distant family is coming into town. And she discovers that like her mom has a fatal form of breast cancer. And so she's inviting the family over for Thanksgiving to kind of like come to terms with that and like be a family again. Cause they're kind of separated. Yeah. And, um, the whole movie takes place. It literally ends. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say this, <laughs> but it all leads up to them coming to Thanksgiving. Cause a lot of the movie is told of her just getting ready for Thanksgiving and her family driving down for Thanksgiving and a lot of fun things happen in it. And it makes you feel good about, family at the end of the day well, giving good. thanks so yeah pieces of april katie holmes i like it yep give it a watch <sighs> if you haven't seen it it's on amazon and hulu app for all those listeners out there carter much like your choice 
mine is a quintessential Thanksgiving movie. Mm-hmm. In in the sense that there is one scene where they have Thanksgiving together, and so my Thanksgiving choice is the Sam Raimi Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, great, um, great. <laughs> there's there, you know there's a lot of things to be thankful for in that movie. Mm-hmm. Dead uncles, um, <laughs> spider powers. <laughs> yep, I'm uh, thankful for my dead uncle. <laughs> I'm sure Harry's thankful for all the money he's going to inherit at mm-hmm. the end of it. Uh, I'm spoilers. thankful for Macy Gray performances <laughs> at Thanksgiving parades or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a it's a blast and a half. Yes, you know, who needs pumpkin pie scene. when you got pumpkin bombs? So that's oh nice. That's all I got to say. Spider Man, Sam Raimi well Spider Man from the year. Out am I? <laughs> Another one is, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of another Spider-Man quote. Is there any good ones? Um. Oh, duh! Uh, with no. great power, with oh, great power yeah. comes great responsibility. And then he says, "Amen." J.K. He gets shot after that. Amen. <laughs> all I know is the all I know is Willem Dafoe quotes from the movie because they stick with me. Back to formula. That's all I got. He looks so gross in that. He really should have just been a goblin. Yeah, he didn't need to do any. He didn't no. need to put the costume on. He just, just spray paint some green onto him and give him some yellow contacts, and he's good to go. I guess we saw how that worked in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, and it didn't. Uh, fun but that fact, was different. I didn't hate that, but we'll talk about that in some other retrospective about Spider-Man, probably. Oh yeah, I have a will. lot of Spider-Man hot takes that and I can't wait to get into eventually. Great. I love it. <laughs> um, lit. We're here. Christmas. We're here. We're at the final one. Carter, what do you got for your your uh, quintessential Christmas movie? I again, I think this is obvious the obvious pick. I didn't want to be cute here because I just wanted to go with my favorite Christmas movie. What is it? And I think it might be yours too. Um, but it's uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Absolutely, it's that is just the best Christmas movie, just straight up. It is just everything. It's first of all, I like live in a Clark Griswold house in terms of Same. Christmas lights. Um, oh really yeah you do your house gets pretty crazy yeah so we always love joking about the movie because just when like they go in the garage and like look at all the (laughs) the plugs that's like our house so (laughs) just great stuff we quote it all the time over here and we watch it every christmas um so good just so good such a good movie yeah, so the reason why I like our family loves it is because my dad is literally Clark Griswold to the point uh, that we have like termed like we have like <laughs> we've given him the nickname Clark. Um, and, Outstanding. And anytime he does something with good intentions, but like fails, just just fails <laughs> masterfully. Uh, we call it Clarking it up. So uh, <laughs> Clarking it up. Yeah. So. Uh, Christmas, Christmas Vacation is, is truly just the best. I got my dad, um, the like the moose mugs for the eggnog one year. Oh, for the Christmas. Wally World mug. Yeah, and I got. Nice. No, I got him like the ones that are like shaped like like reindeer or moose or something. Do you know yeah. like the, the one that him and Eddie are drinking with the, like the antlers are like what you hold on to. Yeah. And I I'm also got him uh, a Griswold. Uh, Blackhawks jersey, which is fun too. Nice. Yeah. We love that Good movie. Stuff. And we I've already least... watched it. I literally watched it before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Attaboy. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I'm excited to get dive into the holiday movies now. I'll watch it a couple times, I'm sure. But yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's my choice too. 
And Carter, good stuff. Just like that, we're finished with uh, that segment. How'd it go? I think it went great. I think everyone's gonna listen to our suggestions and go watch and... them immediately. Yeah, go watch <laughs> double feature Train Spotting and Sing Street <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day. Sing Street is really good, actually. I'll probably recommend that later. Are you gonna watch? Good stuff. So Jackson, Carter, we finished that segment. It was great, mm-hmm. and. You know, you did such a great job last week of introducing a fun new game. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to return the favor. Uh, I'm so excited. And I'm calling this segment, um, You Shall Not Pass. You shall not pass! Just, uh, this is going to be a segment. I, I've, I've conjured up a bunch of different games in my head. Uh-huh. So I'm going to test out one here with you today. And I've lovingly named it uh, the movie centipede. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. So here's what's gonna happen here, Jackson. Um, I have two movies in mind that I have morphed together into a sort of a human centipede. <gasps> okay. So it's gonna go kind of like this. I'm gonna read you the plot summary that I have made. Okay. And the plot summary is going to be a conglomeration of the two movies and then put I have together. To, okay, can I guess where it's going to go from here? Is the is the title going to be a mix? Yes. I'll give you an oh, example I'm so excited. Okay. that I conjured up for you. So if I were to read you the plot synopsis, after the rebels are brutally overpowered by the Empire on the ice planet of Hoth, Marty McFly must travel to the past with an eccentric scientist. Then the answer would be Empire Strikes Back, back to, to the, the Future. future. Okay. Yes. That's good. So it's like a little mix. So the end of the first title will become the beginning of the second title. This is fun. I like this. Yes. So I'm going to start off kind of easy. Okay. I'm nervous. I hope yeah. I do well. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm testing this out to see if my plot summaries are too easy or too difficult. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start you off with an easy one, I think. Um, and this will determine. I'm going to do five for you. Okay. So I'm going to start off with this little guy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm so ready. Here's, here's my first synopsis. Political involvement in the Avengers affairs causes a rift between a young boy and his thoroughbred during the First World War. <laughs> is, it, is it Captain America Civil War Horse? That is correct, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> So you understand the gist of the game now. That's fun. (laughs) Perfect. Good start. Also, what a title. That's Civil War Horse. Civil War Horse. (laughs) Okay, great stuff. Very good start. Um, I'm going to try to get a little harder on you now. Okay. Well, kind of. We're going to amp it up. I'm just going to get vaguer and vaguer in my descriptions. Okay. All right, number two. After being held captive in an Afghan cave... A billionaire engineer meets an alien child who was evacuated from his dying world and sent to Earth to live among humans. Wait. Mm. Wait, okay. Yeah. Think okay, about I'm it for confused. a little bit. Okay, I'm, all the time. I, can you repeat the first part? Yes. After being held captive in an Afghan cave, a billionaire engineer. Oh, never mind. I know it now. I was, I was, so I was like, it's Iron Man and Superman, but I couldn't yeah. figure out how to connect them. But the answer is Iron Man of Steel. 
Correct. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I was like, wait, how does that connect? That's so fun. Good stuff. Well done. <laughs> two for two. You're doing great. All right. Let's go with this one. <laughs> All right. After ruining his reputation with the town, a courageous bird must reflect back and forth on his life, telling the beloved story of the March sisters. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're getting a little difficult now. Um, a bird? <laughs> Wait, what? Mm-hmm. This one's tough. Walk me through the first part again. Yeah, let me, let me go through again. After ruining his reputation with the town, a courageous bird. Okay. That's that's the first part. A courageous bird. <laughs> I am so stumped on this one. Would it help you if I said a courageous fowl? No. Would that help a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What about courageous chicken? It's a chicken? It's a chicken. That's courageous? He ruins his reputation with the town. <gasps> oh, okay. Okay, wait. And go into the last part. <laughs> I yeah, think I he, know what that is. He must reflect back and forth on his life, telling the beloved story of the March sisters. Oh, God. Okay. So I think <laughs> I think the first part is Chicken Little. That's correct. And while I haven't seen this movie yet, so uh-huh. I don't know the plot summary, I'm going to go based off of the... Uh, <laughs> The word clues here. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say uh, Chicken Little Women. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> well so done. Fun. <laughs> I have a bunch of these written down. These are good. So these, this is good. This is good stuff. All right. I'm going to go. Oh, I, I want to end on that one because that one's my favorite. I'm going to go to number four here. Okay. Um, Let's see. Yeah, let's go with uh, this one. Okay. Um, in 1985, okay. where former superheroes exist, the okay. murder of a colleague prompts an active vigilante to join a secret organization that polices and monitors extraterrestrial interactions on Earth. Okay. Very vague. Kind of. The last movie is Men in Black, I think. That could be right. Probably the is. The first movie, it's okay. Hmm. I really tried to vague up the first one. Do the first one again. In 1985, where former superheroes exist, the murder of a colleague prompts an active vigilante. That's the first part. Okay. Oh, wait, okay, I know. At first I was like, it sounds like Incredibles, because <laughs> that description weirdly fits the Incredibles. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's not, because that doesn't take place in the 80s. I'm going to go with... Of course. Oh, wait, but this is, I don't even know if this movie does take... I'm thinking mm-hmm. that the answer is Watchmen in Black. That is correct. Okay, whew. I was not yes. sure on that one. Watchmen is really good, but also just attracts all the wrong people to it. That fan base is not good. Yeah, all the all the horn dogs there and Watchmen. <laughs> it's like the Joker equivalent. Like it's basically a Joker movie. Yeah, but, but man, it's good. This, this is good stuff, Jackson. Watchmen you're in black. <laughs> you're like yeah, great title. 
You're like three and a half out of four, I would say. I had to yeah, help you a little bit. You need I'm to help with little, the chicken. But... I was, for some reason, even though you kept saying bird, I was thinking you were describing Rango. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite lizard Rango sheriff. Out. I couldn't get Rango out of my head. Rango's always on the brain. What can I say? <laughs> okay, la- last one for okay. this little for this week. Uh, this one is maybe my favorite. All right, a pretty and popular teenager can't go out on a date until her ill-tempered oh, sorry until her ill-tempered older sister does. But things take a turn for the worst. When an Israeli special forces soldier fakes his death to reemerge as a hairstylist in New York City. What? Wait, what? <laughs> this is my favorite description that I made. Um, oh my god. Uh, the, t- the title is going to throw you. The, can you explain the, okay, say the last one again. I think uh-huh, I'm really hung uh-huh. up on that one. Things take a turn for the worst when an Israeli special forces soldier fakes his death to reemerge as a hairstylist in New York City. <laughs> I have no idea what that one is. <laughs> I have no clue. Do you know what the first one is? I think, but I also am not 100% sure on it. I think. Okay. Can, can, can you describe the one again? The first yeah. one? A pretty and popular teenager can't go out on a date until her ill-tempered older sister does. So, I think think okay this probably isn't right and i'm, I'm gonna sound like a, a dummy is no. it 10 things i hate about you that's correct okay you got the first part that's good stuff the second part i don't know if you've seen this movie i haven't seen it either i don't know but, if i have but the title was just too great to turn down would you like me to disclose i think the title? i'm gonna have to take the the L on this one. I'm just going to have to have you reveal it, unfortunately. That's okay, because the audience is about to win by hearing this. Okay. So, this film is 10 Things I Hate About You Don't Mess With the Zohan. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful. That's so good. It's beautiful. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, I haven't seen you much of the Zohan, but I looked it up and I just read the the plot summary of it. I was like, "Wow, that's so funny!" Wow, that sorry, was a very sorry. successful game, Carter. I loved that. I had fun making the titles. I hope you had fun <laughs> trying to guess what I had what a I was lot doing. of fun doing that. But yeah, this was uh, Carter's segment. You shall not pass. <laughs> wow, great Carter, stuff! I think immaculate. that brings us into our uh, second to last segment. The list is life. The list is an absolute good. The list is life. Yes, indeed. So, for those that don't know, if you're a first-time listener, if not, if you are, go back, listen to the other five episodes. But, this is an episode, or a segment, where I talk about the movies I've seen. I have a list of every movie I've ever seen, ranked. And Jackson, every week, picks a number. And I tell him what number that corresponds to of the movie on my ranking list. And it's uh, it's upgraded a little bit. I, I think I added two or three movies since last time we did this. Um, so, so, yeah, it's up to almost ni- – I'm getting close to 1,900. It's going to be fun when I get there. But, yeah, Jackson, think... what number do we got this week? I'm just going to go completely random. I'm going to go yeah. with – 364. Okay. 364, you say. What, would it, what was it last week? What did we talk about last week? 
Oh, like Mike. <laughs> Last week you talked about like Mike, which was so absolutely. Fun. What did what number did you say? Three hundred sixty. Sixty four. Oh, as in days in a year, eh? On a leap year. I was gonna no, say. <laughs> Wait, no, that's wrong too. <laughs> that is wrong. I'm an idiot. Three hundred sixty four. Oh, this is a classic. What do you got? My number three hundred sixty four movie is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. really high ranked. Yeah, it certainly is. And I'll tell huh. you why, Jackson. Why? Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Um, you, so my ranking list mostly, it's a combination of like, do I like it and enjoy it? Slash, is it a good movie? Slash, what did it do for cinema? Oh, okay. This is like the first full length animated film, obviously. Yeah. Um, 1939. Um, this is the first Disney animated movie also. I did not know that. Um, yeah. Um, and this just like, say what you want about like the movie if you're bored in it. It's a classic Disney film and it gets really scary for like kids at one point. Mm-hmm. Like the, the witch is super scary. With the apple. <laughs> yes. Um, and like still gives me nightmares to this day. I remember when we used to go to Disney World, there was like a Snow White ride and like I couldn't yeah. go on it. Because, oh, I, that one's cool. I went on that one. I like. Yeah, that. it's so scary because the witch is there. And, <laughs> um, but anyway, um, Snow White is just like an all timer. Like what it did for animation and like for animation to kind of be taken like seriously by yeah. people. Because yeah, it's a fairy tale and what have you. But it's it just determines it paves the way for what Disney does in the next like. 10 years because then mm-hmm. they after this they get like pinocchio and dumbo and they really start to hit their stride oh, i love dumbo as a kid yeah dumbo is good good stuff um but snow white's so fun it's fun music uh the animation is very impressive also for the mm-hmm. 1939 um so yeah snow white and the seven dwarves number 364 so my comment on this is that it yes. has just reminded me of my second favorite okay we're going back to the Christmas list. Oh, yeah. Okay. Love it. So an honorable mention that I have to mention, I can't believe I forgot this, has the mm-hmm. movie Snow White in it. So it's perfect that this works out. Yep. I my, my second Christmas movie that isn't Christmas Vacation that you have to watch is mm-hmm. Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins. Gremlins is amazing. It's It takes place during Christmas and there's a scene where all of them sit in a movie theater and jam out to the Snow White movie. Gosh. Yes. They're all singing hi-ho, hi-ho. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. We're going to definitely talk about that on the Christmas pod. Perfect. Gremlins is going to be featured. Gremlins is Because so Gremlins fun. is a treat. Wow. So fun. Apparently, there's a Gremlins 3 coming. Really? Well, that's cool. Yeah. And they're like doing – I think the director said that they're not – it's going to be all practical gremlins. Like they're not going to CGI gremlins again. Oh, perfect. So Cause it's that's all going to be, that's yeah. what's good about them. Yeah. So huh. good stuff. So we'll get to see gizmo right another day. Hopefully. Perfect. So yeah, that's a good little way to <laughs> bring it all together. Snow White's yeah. fun. It's in gremlins. Gremlins is Christmas. And here we are, Carter. So yeah. To our final segment. Oh, hold on. Pause for technical difficulties. I can't hear oh, Jackson. Hello? Sad. Oh no, technical difficulties. Hello. Oh no, Carter, wait. Hello. <laughs> I can't hear you. Here, wait. Yeah, let me unplug and replug. I can't hear you. Oh, now I can. Maybe. Hello. 
Hi. Okay. So sorry. Let's redo that. Hey, okay. <laughs> well, Carter, we're coming into our final segment. Yes. Our recommendations, you know. The Booyah. classic, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Uh, Jackson, would you like to start us off? Um, yeah. Okay. I was, you know, I always kind of improv these, just how I'm feeling, like, right in the moment. Sure. And I really think it's important that we go back to our list mm-hmm. for this, because I yeah. think Sing Street is seriously so underrated. Okay. And it's so good, and it's so fun. If you like music, and if you like little love stories, and you just, it's so it's such a good coming-of-age film, and it's so fun. And it's just like yes. a really, like, it's a very fun nostalgia trip. Like, there's a lot of, like, Duran Duran and, like, other Ooh. music like that. It's very cool. Um, yeah, it's like awesome. it's like Ireland in, like, the 90s, 80s, 90s, something like that. It's sure. super good. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go with a simple Sing Street recommendation. It's so What good. is it? What is it on again? Did you say? I, um, so is it on I anything? don't, I don't know if it is on anything. It's worth the rent $4 it. if you're going to rent it. Like it, it's so good. Rent that. Or at least check out the soundtrack on Spotify or something like that. It's just a blast. Okay, I'm going to give that a watch. But yeah, find it. you should. I think you'd love it. Sweet. Um, okay. My recommendation this week, um, in preparation. So today, when this is aired, it'll be Friday. Yes. Um, so today, everyone, um, Netflix, Mank is released today, um, which is a David, new David Fincher movie about uh, the writer of Citizen Kane, who wrote who wrote the movie Citizen Kane with Orson Welles. And it's like shot in the style of Citizen Kane, allegedly. So it's like oh, cool. cool, like old Hollywood feel. It's all black and white. Um, stars Gary Oldman and Amanda Seyfried. Oh, I love Gary Oldman. Yeah, and um, some other people. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I will be watching it on Friday, probably, hopefully. Did you like Citizen Kane? Um, okay, um, so Citizen Kane is a triumph in terms of filmmaking. Yeah. But the story is fine. You know it's based um, off of a real dude, right? Yeah, and that's going to be – that they look at that in Mank, I'm pretty sure. So cool. if uh, anyone's into that, into the history of Hollywood – and movies about movie making, which the Oscars always love. Um, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, dive into Mank. Uh, but yeah, Citizen Kane is. It's sometimes it at times in the movie it feels like homework, watching it. It, it really does. I had like to watch it, it for class, and it's yeah. considered one of the best movies of all time. I, I gave it like three uh, stars. <laughs> I think it's on top of like the AFI top one hundred. I think still. Um, yeah. And it's just obviously like it's for what it did for filmmaking. The set obviously, design is like, insane. Set design's incredible. The lighting's really like, good. The way the story is told is kind of different than what the it was twist at the time. Is good. Yeah. Enough. And it was like ostracized <laughs> by the Academy at the time. I think really? it gained power. Like it only won one. It was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. It only won one. I think for screenplay. Interesting. Um, but it didn't. It, it like infamously didn't win Best Picture. Um, that's fascinating who who won do you know oh a little film called how green is my valley never I'm, I'm heard not, of it. i know you've that's <laughs> big on your rewatch list this year um but yeah it didn't win um and i think it was because like at the time like citizen kane was like so like anti-corporation 
in terms of Hollywood because uh-huh. like it wasn't it was kind of like independently made and like Orson Welles was like 24 when he made the movie. Yeah, like, he was just, crazy young when he did it, which is insane. Just absolutely flexing on everybody. He's yeah, like, like yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna write, direct, star, and produce this movie. What of it? Um, but yeah, so if you're interested in the making of Citizen Kane, even if you don't find your to be your cup of tea, um, check out Mank. Cool. Which is I'm very excited because it's another Oscar-y movie. Allegedly, it's get got some buzz. So everyone, check out Mank and Sing Street. Good stuff. <laughs> I like it. Great I think stuff. I think those will be fun to watch. You know, I wonder Indeed. how many people actually check out our recommendations. I hope some. There's some I good, only know we've recommended of, some really good stuff. We have. I only know of one. Per- I know for sure of one person. I'm going to give them a shout out, David Obert. Um, nice. When we talked about Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Ooh, so cool. um, he went and watched it, and then he also got on Letterboxd also. So oh, that's fun. a twofer. We uh, we inspire the people. <laughs> so if you want a shout out on this podcast, you better uh, go listen to us <laughs> and do what we tell you to do. I'm also thinking that we should, in the future, I'm just spitballing to see what the audience thinks. So if you don't know, when we do an intro, we have a little quote in our theme song. I'm Indeed. thinking maybe we do a shout out to people who can guess what the quote's from. Sometimes oh, it's yeah. really obvious. Sometimes it's not. But I want to see what people come up with. So maybe if you're listening right now, maybe uh, try to figure out where this, this week's quote is. And maybe we'll uh, shout you out or you can ask a question or something in the future or who knows. Should be fun. Absolutely. We love our we, – we stand our audience. Members. We love our audience. They're so nice. Mm-hmm. They really are. So it, yeah. So if you're out there, audience listening to us, like, subscribe, rate, comment, all these comment. things. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Podcasts and other things. Others, <laughs> others that I, well, I can't care to name right now because I don't know them. That's but, fair. But I yeah, this was fun, Jackson. This Ultimate is fun. Holiday gift guide, baby. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we love you. Be safe. Be good. Be safe. Be strong. I'm Carter. I'm Jackson. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon.